Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence. Please remain seated and enjoy the show. Somehow we start the podcast. Okay, welcome to Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. I'm Adele. How are you? I'm in a rush. <laughs> yes. We have a limited amount of time to record this episode this week. Yep. I'm working two jobs now. And Jeremy's still working nights, so it really makes recording a podcast together very difficult. We literally, I think, have 20 minutes together. A day. Well, today. Well, it's been like 20 minutes the last few days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and we need to get this out uh, on Wednesday, so we're recording now. Yeah, this is Tuesday afternoon, uh, right right between my two jobs. I have a full-time job and a part-time job currently, so uh, there's a half an hour window, and that's what we're using. Yep, just before I go to my full-time night job, where I'm gone until uh, almost six in the morning. Yay! (laughs) Yeah, and then I get up at seven. (laughs) Anyways, Jeremy has prepared an incident for us, so let's go. We're getting right into it. No chit-chat. Yeah, there's no chit-chat today. Uh, So today we're going to be talking about the Uberlingen disaster. All right. Sound good? Okay. Uh, You might have to help me with some German pronunciations. And there's a lot of Russian pronunciations that I'm going to do my best. I researched how to say them. And I think I've got it pretty good. Yeah, I can't help with the Russian. (laughs) Uh, Do you know anything about this incident? No. Okay. uh, So my sources were Wikipedia and uh, the Mayday episode that was done on this. You ready? Yeah. All right, so on the night of July 1st, 2002, we have Bashkirian Airlines Flight 2937, which is a Russian Tupolev, which is a TU-154M. It's comparable to a Boeing 727. It's got three engines on it. It's carrying 60 passengers and nine crew from Moscow, Russia to Barcelona, Spain. The passengers include 45 children who are attending a school trip to Spain. Our captain today is Alexander Mihailovich Gross. The acting first officer is Oleg Pavlovich uh, Grigoriev. Uh, I say acting first officer because he's actually the chief pilot with Bashkirian Airlines, and he is on this leg evaluating uh, the captain. The first officer is Murat Ahatovich Itkulov. Uh, he's in the flight deck, but he's not operating this leg um, because his spot is being taken by the chief pilot. Uh, we have the flight navigator, Sergei Genadievich. Uh, Karlov, our flight engineer, Oleg Irikovich Valiv. Lots of fun Russian pronunciations. I hope I, I hope I did okay there. All right, so our plane today, we're cruising at 36,000 feet over Germany, and we're approaching Swiss airspace. We're instructed by ATC to descend to avoid traffic. As they begin their descent, TCAS instructs them to climb. Again, they are instructed by ATC, who are unaware of the TCAS instructions, to descend. And they're told that the traffic is on their right, but in fact, traffic is on their left. Seconds later, they gain a visual of the other aircraft coming in from the left. They make a last-ditch effort to obey the TCAS instructions. And now we're going to rewind for a few seconds. (laughs) Did I catch your attention yet? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, now we're going to talk about another plane, DHL Cargo Jet, which is leaving Bergamo, Italy, en route to Brussels, Belgium. This is a Boeing 757. We'll have only two people on board, the captain, Paul Phillips, who is uh, British, and first officer, Brant Campioni, who is Canadian. 
The plane gains clearance to climb to flight level 360, so 36,000 feet, as they are over Swiss airspace. As they approach German airspace, TCAS system gives them instructions to descend, which they do. So both planes are now descending towards a collision course. So we have the DHL plane, which they're following the TCAS instructions and descending. And then we have the Russian plane, which is obeying ATC and descending. So at 2335 local time, just below 35,000 feet, the vertical stabilizer of the Boeing 757 slices completely through the fuselage of the Tupolev, the Russian aircraft, just in front of its wings. The Russian aircraft breaks into several pieces and falls to the ground, while the Boeing 757, while crippled missing the majority of its vertical stabilizer, manages to stay airborne for another 7 kilometers before crashing. All of the aircraft occupants on both planes uh, perish in the disaster. So again, let's rewind a little bit and find out what happened to cause this accident, and when there are so many safety features put in place, how did this even happen? So on the night of the incident, Peter Nielsen was working alone as uh, at air traffic control as the other controller who was on duty was resting. This was against regulation, but sort of um, tolerated practice by the company that ran ATC uh, at the time, which was Skyguide. There was maintenance work being done on the main radar system, so the controller was using a backup system. The ground-based collision warning system was switched off for this maintenance. That system would have given ATC a full two and a half minutes alert before a collision could occur. Peter Nielsen did not know that. He was unaware of the instructions being given by TCAS to the Russian aircraft and thus instructed them to descend, while not giving any instructions to the other aircraft. TCAS was still fairly new at the time, and there was an ongoing investigation of a near-miss that happened 17 months prior. The findings of that near-miss and the recommendations were published 11 days after this incident. So the published report made it clear for pilots to follow TCAS advisories, and those advisories should take precedence over ATC instructions. Following the incident, Peter Nielsen needed medical attention due to traumatic stress, understandable, and on February 24th, 2004, Vitaly Kaloyev, a Russian architect who had lost his wife and two children in the Uberlingen disaster, he tracked down, stabbed, and murdered Nielsen at his home near Zurich with his wife and kids present. Oh my God. So Kaloyev was arrested shortly after and sentenced to prison for the murder. In the aftermath, improvements were made to the TCAS system, specifically to the language used when giving instructions, as well as better training for pilots when TCAS issues instructions. The incident has been the basis of several films in pulp culture, including a German and Swiss TV movie called Flug in die Nacht, das Unglück von Überlingen. Did I do okay? Yeah. <laughs> Loosely translated, that's Flight into the Night, the Accident at Überlingen. Uh, Gluck, that means luck. So there's something about unlucky in there, right? Oh, well, read it again. Uh, Flug in die Nacht, das Unglück von Überlingen. Yeah, yeah, un unlucky is un un Unglück. 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 Sorry, thank yeah. you. Uh, there was also a US film called Aftermath, and that was starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he was portraying a character based on Kaloyev. Uh, and there was also another Russian movie called Unforgiven. Uh, Case File True Crime Podcast did a two-part episode uh, entitled Peter Nielsen, and that was released in February of 2019. 
And thus we have the incident of the 2002 Uberlingen mid-air collision. What do you wow. think? Well, I definitely feel like I saw you watching this episode or was on at some point because a lot of the elements rang uh, certain bells, especially that part at the end where the unfortunate incident with the, the murder happened. Yeah. I feel like you had that playing. So, but I mean, I didn't really know anything about it, but it, it you probably had it on at some point. Yeah. And I, like, I, I guessed uh, when you, when you were asking me to guess what episode you were doing, I, I think I guessed this once or twice at some point. So, but yeah, it's a, it's a crazy incident. It's one of those, like, like everything had to click for this incident to happen, you know, two aircraft, the the air is big. There's a lot of room up there. And for two aircraft to like be on a direct collision course like that. And for both of them to do the same decision to descend one follow a follows TCAS one follows ATC. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's like the, our first incident, well, the first incident I did about the Tenerife yep. airport is like everything went wrong for that disaster. Like nothing yep. in that day aligned in the right way. Exactly. It aligned in the wrong way for them to collide on the runway. Yeah. So this is kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything from the collision avoidance system in the ground-based radar was turned off for maintenance. Like, you know, so many different factors come into play. And then, of course, there was the incident 17 months prior. It was a near miss. And uh, the only reason why it didn't result in an accident, that prior incident, uh, was because they visually saw the other aircraft and took evasive maneuvers. And it was a larger plane. I, I'm not sure if it was a, a 747, but um, the evasive maneuvers that they took injured like 100 people on the plane, some seriously. So it's crazy. Uh, any other news in the world of aviation that we'd like to share? I haven't heard anything. Me either. I want. I, I miss flying, though. I miss the air. All right, so we're going to wrap it up here. It's just a quick episode this week. Uh, so we hope everyone out there is having a good week. Please uh, share this with your friends. Let everybody know. And uh, if you are out there flying, we hope that you're nice to your flight attendants. Because they might have to save your butt one day. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. Roxy, are you going to say bye? Well, she's, she's just looking at me. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram, at Mod Turbulence on Twitter, and follow us individually on Instagram at HuffyJ and at La Delvi. Thank you.